afternoon, and welcome to the Ottawa Senators exclusive season seat members hot stove. The purpose of this call is to provide our season seat members with information explaining our rebuild and engaging our fans through improvements to our in-game experience. We will also be answering any questions you may have for our guests right up front because there are several hundred participants on the line. Each fan will be permitted one question, but don't worry. After you ask the question, you'll be back in the queue listening to the remainder of the call. Um, on this call, you're going to be hearing from Pierre Dorian, um, the Ottawa Senators general manager, and Nick Braskowski, our chief operating officer here with the Senators. Throughout the call, you may press star three on your telephone keypad to ask live questions. Again, that's star three on your telephone keypad to be engaged and to be able to speak with Pierre Dorian, the GM, and Nick Raskowski, the COO. The call will be approximately one hour in length, and we hope to answer a number of questions on the team. So before I introduce Pierre and Nick to kick this off, they're just going to make a few minute talking points, and then we'll turn it over to question and answer. So without further ado, Pierre, go ahead. Thank you. Um, to our fans, to our season seat holders, thank you for joining us today. I think the last time we did this was last year, and I look forward to today's call and your questions. We know how important and passionate our fans are and know the importance that it is to listen and to engage with all of you. I thought I'd open with a few comments based on the feedback from some season seat members. I know there's plenty to talk about in the future, but there are no shortcuts in a proper rebuild. We know where we sit in the standings, but we can also see what's on the horizon. We sit in a position where we weigh the great balance of being patient while at the same time growing, advancing, and developing this team while trying to win games. We are dedicated to, this, to the rebuild, to our current team, and commitment to keeping our young stars who will grow into the next group of leaders. The entire organization, from top to bottom, is dedicated to all of our resources for the future success of this club. We feel we have the best pipeline of talent coming that this team has had in more than 15 years. In addition to having 17 picks in the first three rounds, the next three drafts, and we're really excited about that. Finally, a few quick updates. Thomas Shabbat, unfortunately, broke his toe in Philly on Monday. He'll miss some time, but we're hoping that he'll be back before the end of the before the end of the season. Also, Max Verino, the Ottawa kid that we signed from Princeton on um, on Tuesday, will make his debut tonight. We're very excited about adding him to the group of young players that we look to rebuild on, and. We hope to have a chance to talk more about Max and some of the other prospects that will bring a bright future, bright future to us. Because we care about our fans, they should be the first to get some news. And here's a little breaking news. Mark Rorick is sick and won't play tonight. But and in his place, we're recalling Eric Brandstrom, who is one of the top, if not maybe the top defense prospect outside the NHL. Eric Branstrom will make his NHL debut tonight against St. Louis. Needless to say, we're both excited to see Max Verano and Eric Branstrom play for the Ottawa Centers tonight and for many years to come. Thank you. Well, I don't know how to really follow that up. That's such uh, good news on the breaking news front. I do want to say, first of all, to all of the fans and CBC members, thank you all for being on the line. Um, and thank you to those who have already renewed since the launch of our seventh campaign last Thursday. 
Um, I also want to say on behalf of our owner, Eugene Melnick, and the entire Senators organization, how much we value the passion, the engagement, the loyalty, and the support you bring to the team through your membership and through your engagement with us. Uh, before taking your questions, I also want to make two quick points about where we are as an organization. And like Chair, I want to build on some of the feedback that we've received from you. Uh, the first is that we're extremely proud of our efforts to design, launch, and promote the 7th, which I hope you will see response to uh, more than a season's worth of feedback from our most important fans. Through two surveys, four focus groups, 13 season seat member Q&As, and over 10,000 phone calls, we've had an opportunity to listen, to learn, and with the support of our ownership and our staff, to actually act on your recommendations. Our decision to deliver what we believe to be the most comprehensive rewards and benefits program in the NHL is a result of your clear message to us that for too long, you feel like you've been taken for granted as fans. So we're putting our money where our mouth is. Uh, as of next season, 86% of the seats in the Canadian Tire Centre will have either been frozen or reduced in price. Every member of our season seat base will now get access to 20% off of merchandise and concessions a first in the history of the organization, and according to Aramark, our partner on the food and beverage front, one of the most generous offers in the NHL. And finally, through exclusive access to players, travel with the team, or tailor-made events for you, your families, and your clients, we are doing everything we can to reward your loyalty through unparalleled experiences. Many of you have asked why we are not doing more to reward the length of tenure in addition to rewarding spending, however. And the prevalence of that question tells me that we have to do a better job at explaining what exactly we are doing on that front. Here's how we are recognizing our longest tenured members through the seven. Members who have been with us for five years as full season ticket holders or half seasons for 10 years get free parking to the Ottawa Senators. We are creating an exclusive line of custom designed merchandise for our reward tenures to wear on an exclusive basis. We are customizing events for our tenured members, and the best example I can give you also in the spirit of breaking some news is that we plan to spend, sorry, to send 250 of our most tenured season seat members to Belleville so that they can see the red-hot Belleville Senators in person over the course of the next several weeks. We are also preparing to recognize through gifting and in-game recognition your major milestones as fans. 1,000 games attended, 25 years of season seat membership, or day one loyalty from the moment that we came back to Ottawa in 1992. We want to do that in ways that will allow us to surprise and delight you through the course of the season. In other words, we're listening, we're learning, and we are here for you. Thank you. We are ready for your questions. Thank you so much. And uh, without further ado, we want to kind of get into a question and answer with the fans. Now, we have over 100 people on the line right now. All you need to do to be live on the call and talk to Nick and Pierre is press star three on your telephone keypad if you have any questions. We're going to go, we're going to do this format for a bit. And to kick it off, we have some write in questions. The first question we're going to go to was from Vladimir. Vladimir asks, is there opportunity for our farm team to play one game, at least one game here in Ottawa during the season? So I think we'll both take that. I think that I'll, I'll just speak from a fan experience point of view. One of the very first things that Eugene Melnick had suggested uh, as we were going in, 
half of this season was to bring uh, the Belleville Senators to town for a game and ideally a doubleheader. Uh, we're not in a position where we can make that happen this season because of AHL rules, but we are working on making sure that that happens in the first half of next season because we are so excited about the product on the ice, and that's where I hand it over to Pierre to give you a little bit of insight on that front. Well, I, I'm happy, Vladimir, you're asking that question because a big part of our future t- success in this rebuild is some of the players that are playing in Belleville right now. And for us, the continued development of those players Right now, they're one of the hottest teams in the American League since the new year. Uh, They've gone from last place and worked themselves into a playoff spot. And at the same time, what's good about Belleville, and and hopefully our fans fans in Ottawa get to see them here next year, is that we're developing our players down there, and they're in a winning environment. And those are two big uh, factors into the Ottawa Center's future success. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, It looks like since our last announcement, we've increased with people on the phone, about 30 or 40 people. So to any of those new participants that have just joined us, uh, we do have a couple of people already that have pressed star three, and we'll get to them in a minute. But all those new participants, just press star three on your telephone keypad to get in line to ask a question. Again, we are with Nick Roskowski, the Chief Operating Officer of your Ottawa Senators and also the General Manager, Pierre Dorian. So that's star three to ask a question. Uh, next, we're going to go with another send-in question. We have Carla. Carla asks, will you consider making changes to the VIP program so that season seat tenure is recognized as important for your longstanding season seat holders, regardless of the price point? So, Carla, thank you for your question. I, I just think that uh, what I'll do is I'll pick up where I left off when I when I open my uh, my statement. Um, I think it's incumbent on us to do a better job of communicating exactly what it is that we're doing for season seat members who have long tenure. And so, I just want to remind you that in addition to the free parking uh, that we provide, in addition to the custom events that we provide and that we give you access to. And in addition to what we want to do from an exclusive merchandising line, there are two other things that we're doing this year to already bring improvements to the VIP program. One is, as I mentioned, and I don't want to get into too much detail because the idea is to surprise and delight you that we are intending to celebrate with you your major milestones as fans this year through a combination of both gifting and in-game recognition at the Canadian Tire Centre. Uh, the second is that we are going to be uh, giving you all wearable identifiers uh, for your uh, participation in the 7th, and based on that, you will be getting additional VIP treatment. That being said, I will be the first to recognize that we can always improve, and Carly, if you have any suggestions for what we could do further into next season to make those improvements, I'd be happy to receive those suggestions. Thanks a lot for that response. Um, We are going to go to our first live caller. They're on the line currently. Uh, Jerry has a question for Pierre, specifically talking about coaching. Jerry, you're live with us. Go ahead and ask your question on the call. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, I've been a season ticket holder. Uh, I've been to roughly about a, a dozen games this year. And my question is to you, Pierre. Um, come summertime, when uh, you go and look for uh, the intern replacement, would you consider or uh, the Sheldon Keith 
to come up and work with your player development? Uh, I think that's, Jerry, that's a great question. Uh, We all know Sheldon's a good coach, but obviously I can't comment when he's, uh, not that I don't want to comment, but he, right now he's under contract with uh, Toronto Marlies and Sheldon is a very good coach though. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for that answer. Um, Again, anyone on the line, press star three to get in line to ask your question with Nick and Pierre. Um, In the meantime, let us go back into a write-in question. We're going to go to Marco. Marco asks, what can you say to extending contracts for up-and-coming young center stars, or are we to become the Montreal Expos of the NHL? Thank you for your question, Marco. We're definitely not the Montreal Expos of the NHL. Uh, We feel that we have a lot of young stars. Uh, we feel moving forward that all these young stars will be an integral part of our rebuild and of our success in the next uh, three to five years when we feel that we're going to be a cup-contending team. Our plan is to make sure to keep all our young stars on longer-term contracts when that opportunity comes to negotiate with them. There is no doubt. I don't know how it can be clearer on that. We want to make sure that the Shabbat, the Kachucks, the Whites, um, and after that, the Bathersons, the Goosersons, the Branson, that they will all be in Ottawa for a long, long time. Thanks a lot for that answer. Let's go now back to the phone lines. We do have Crescencio. I think I'm pronouncing that correct, but uh, he's got a question for Pierre. He's live on the line with us. It's a salary cap question. Uh, go ahead, Crescencio. Yes, I want to know what the salary cap for the league is and what the salary cap for Ottawa has been this year and what what amounts will be increased over the next two years. Well, the salary cap for the league this year, I think, is around $79 million. Um, when it comes to the, the Ottawa centers have the same salary cap as every 31 teams. Obviously, while we're in a rebuild, we're not spending to the cap. It's not because... We don't want to. It's just to do this rebuild as properly as we can be. We're going to be spending the necessary funds to make sure that some of our younger players develop. We're going to be spending funds on other things besides player salaries, scouting development, analytics. But at the same time, um, we will be uh, we will be increasing obviously our payroll budget as we move forward along this rebuild to make sure, as we alluded in the previous question, that we're always keeping our younger stars and they're growing all together. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, we're going to go next to a write-in question from Renzo. Renzo asks, without the major pieces of Mark Stone and Matt Shane, what do you think is a realistic timeline for a rebuild to make this team competitive? Well, a realistic timeline, a rebuild can happen much quicker than people can expect. But at the same time, as we, uh, or as I alluded in our, my opening comments, there's no shortcuts in a rebuild. If you try to have shortcuts in a rebuild, you might set yourself back one or two steps. So what we want to do is to make sure in this plan, within the time frame of three to five years, that we're a cup contending team, and that has started as early as this year, And with the development of our younger players, we hope we can accelerate that process, but we're not going to take any shortcuts in doing so. Uh, 
we feel we have the pieces, whether they're in Belleville, whether in, they're in our prospect line, whether they'll be in the draft picks that, you know, the first rounders or the second rounders or the third rounders that we'll take in the next three years, that those players will be able to step in in the proper time frame and that we won't rush them. Then when they're playing for us, they will be playing at their full potential. And that's what we're looking for. And some players take a bit more time than others and others take a shorter time span. But if we go along the line of what we've said all along within the three to five year time frame from when the rebuild started, we feel that that is at the point in time that we'll be a cup contending team. Perfect. All right. As we continue to go through questions, everyone on the line, press star three to get in line to ask your question. Again, because we have so many people on the phone, we're just going to do one question and move on to the next caller. Um, right now, we're going to go back to a write-in. We're going to go to Kathy. Kathy asks, in order to stabilize the culture of the Ottawa Senators dressing room, how do you plan on creating an environment with a good mixture of veteran leadership by way of naming a captain in order to guide the young, talented players you say we need in the near future? Uh, that's a good question, Kathy. And for us, we have to understand that obviously there are 12 games left this year, so there won't be a captain named this year. We're in no rush to name a captain. We feel that we have a lot of good, a good group of veteran leaders on this team. Uh, also, at the same time, we have to let the leadership develop internally as best as we can. And then when we feel it's a proper time, and it could come as early as October next year, or maybe we'll go through the next season without a captain, when we feel we have that right person to be the next captain of the Ottawa Centers, we will do so and name him at the proper time. But rest assured, Kathy, you can be 100% confident that the leaders we have in that room and the accountability that's in that room from that group of leaders, there's no doubt uh, that the leadership is in, on the right path for us to have success. Great. All right. Well, we're going to go back to the phones. We do have Dave. Dave has a question. Um, about public concourses. So we're going to bring him live. Dave, you are live on the line with us. Go ahead with your question. Yes, hello. I'm a multi-year season's ticket holder. Really enjoy the game, both live and watching it when they're on the road. Uh, my question is really to Pierre Dorian, I think, and it also relates to Mr. Melnick. Perhaps you can respond on his behalf. But over the years, uh, Brian Murray... Uh, Mr. Melnick, were very visual present at game time, both in Melnick's box, but also on the public concourses, uh, on the rink, the rink, at the rink, both before, during, and after the games. And it was very reassuring to see them in the concourse, uh, moving amongst and, and, and conversing with the fans. Over the last year, year and a half, uh, it seems like you guys have been kind of absent. Uh, I'm not going to say you were hiding, but uh, what's your expectations in future? Have you yourself, uh, Mr. Dorian, noticed uh, that you have been a little less on the concourse? And uh, what's the plans to pick it up a bit so that we uh, we actually see you out there with us and not just talking to us? Dave, I'll, I'll just speak for myself. Thank you for the question, Dave. Uh, I'm at every own game. I take the elevators with the fans uh, to our suite. Um, which is on the fourth level. I walk around in between periods. I try to uh, say hi to every fan that I see. Obviously, I'm probably not. I'm not sure where your tickets are, Dave, but 
I'm always walking around the building in between periods because sometimes I need to uh, think about our team. So I'm sorry we haven't crossed paths. Dave, I'll find out where your seats are, and I'll make sure to walk that concourse in the, in the next. I think we've got uh, six or seven home games left. I'll make sure to walk uh, the concourse that your seats are on, and maybe we can cross paths. All right. Thanks, Dave, for that question. Um, next, we're going to go to a write-in question. Um, for all those on the phone, just press star three on your telephone keypad to be brought live onto the call, like that you're experiencing happening right now with other fans. Uh, right, we're going to go to Terry. Uh, Terry asks, why would you not discount season ticket prices when you have the lowest payroll instead of offering incentives that we have already had in previous years? So I really appreciate the question, and, and if you don't mind, uh, without wanting to be too flippant about it, I'd like to go back to my opening statement. One of the things that we have done uh, in recognition of the feedback that we've been getting from fans about the fact that they feel like they've been perhaps a little bit too taken for granted uh, this year is we did do a full repricing and rescaling of the entire uh, stadium uh, and the entire season ticket offering, and the net result of that is that we have either reduced or frozen prices in 86% of the stadium. And so that is a very significant uh, gesture of putting our money where our mouth is. And to be honest, it's happened on a scale that hasn't been done since 2012, uh, since the, the uh, uh, lockout year. So that would be the first answer that I would want to provide, or the first part of it. The second part of it is really to try and see uh, whether we have the opportunity with you guys to emphasize the value that you can derive from both the savings that you get, for example, on the merchandising and concessions front, which is uh, not a further discount of your seating price, but which does lower and make more accessible the hockey experience in general. Uh, and of course, uh, the benefits and the exclusivity that you get through an experiential basis in terms of access to the players, access to Pierre, access to myself, access to tailor-made events that allow you to go on the road and experience life-changing moments with the team. Those are all part and parcel of the offering that we're putting together for our fans. And as I said in my opening statement, that is very much a response to the feedback. The last thing that I'll say, and, and maybe Pierre will have a comment on this, is this is NHL hockey. We already are the most affordable NHL experience in Canada by a significant margin. And at the end of the day, it's important for us to stand behind our product and show confidence in that. Just because we're going through a rebuild doesn't mean that we're not bringing you access to world-class uh, sports and entertainment experiences, and we stand behind that product with, with some measure of confidence, I would say. All right. That's perfect. Let's uh, keep it rolling. We're going to go straight into Peter. Uh, Peter has a question. Uh, you're live on the phone with us, Peter, right now. Go ahead. Hi, Nick. It's Peter Callahan. I've been a season ticket holder from the beginning, and uh, I live in Canada, and I'd like to know how long you anticipate staying in Canada. And now that Le Breton is dead, what other sites have you looked at, or have you looked at any other sites? Well, Peter, before I ju jump into that answer, I just want to thank you for the length of tenure that you've uh, shown us and your loyalty. That's really quite rewarding. Um, I'm not going to go into the details of the mediation. You know that that's not something that I can do. But I will tell you that uh, one of the things that's become clear over the course of the last uh, few weeks since uh, uh, mediation ended and since the NCC rendered its decision is that 
plan A right now for the foreseeable future is the Canadian Tire Centre. And by the way, that's not completely new. Uh, from the moment that I accepted to take the job and come back to Ottawa in June, July of this year, it was clear to me that at the very earliest, we were looking at a move to uh, the downtown within a five to six year window. That window has gotten longer since that announcement. And so it's extremely important for us to make sure that through programs like the 7th, through the enhancement of the in-game experience that we've provided, through the reduction in parking prices that we announced at the beginning of last season, uh, that we are doing everything in our power to make the Canadian Tire Centre as attractive a location as possible. And by the way, it's not only in terms of the value that we provide to you, but um, Eugene Melnick and his team have invested considerable resources over the course of the last 16 seasons of his ownership to make sure that the building continues to uh, change, evolve, and be transformed to meet the expectations of our evolving uh, fan tastes. And so if I can point to three examples, uh, the bell, the Club Bell, uh, the Molson Fan Deck, and uh, this year the uh, Hard Rock Cafe are, are clear uh, examples of capital investment that we are pouring into the building uh, in order to make sure that it continues to deliver a world-class experience. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, for everybody on the line, we're approaching the midway point of this, so there's still some time. If you want to get in line to ask your question, just press star three on your telephone keypad. Uh, right now, we're going to go to Klaus. Um, Klaus has a question about tax jurisdictions. I'm just going to bring him live, and he can ask his question for himself. Klaus, you're live. Great. Thanks. Uh, good to talk to you guys. Um, I've been a Sens fan since 94 when I moved to the city, and I've had multi-seat packs uh, over the last decade, and I was really heartbroken to see Mark, Mark Stone leave, and, and as is his right, I mean, he's a free agent at the end of the, the year and, and so on, but um, it, it highlighted a, a bigger picture type of problem for me, and, and I was wondering if there's some work at the, at the league level to figure out some way to level the playing field when it comes to after-tax income, because somebody going to Las Vegas is going to be a much lower tax rate than they are in Ontario, and it's a, a big monetary incentive for a player to, to make the choice given equal teams if, if that was the case. I'm wondering, Pierre, is there, with the recent meetings in, uh, with GMs, has there been any discussion about this, or is there someone trying to uh, push this forward? Thanks for, uh, um, for taking my question. No, it's, a great, it's a great question, Klaus. Um, first of all, thank you for being a fan for, I think, the last 25 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, this has been approached in previous DMs meetings, but not at this one. Unfortunately, um, we can't change state and provincial tax laws in, the can in Canada and U.S. If you have any way or any contact that can help us do that, we definitely welcome it. But at the same time, um, unfortunately, uh, we're in Ottawa and our, their teams are in other areas, and we can't control that. But it, it wasn't approached at this GM meeting, but it has been approached in the past. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go right back to the written-in questions. Um, before I do that, just one more reminder, star three to get in line to ask your question. But next we have a write-in question from Kevin. And Kevin asked the gentleman, are there any plans to make any additional off-ice hires, scouts, analytics, et cetera, to lead up to 2021? 
Um, that's a great question, Kevin. Uh, first and foremost, I think our fans should know that we feel we have one of the best scouting staff in the business, amateur and pro. And we're just finalizing, I think, the last one or two contracts. But every one of our scouts has been uh, re-signed for the next three years. Uh, we're very excited about that because as much as you can have quantity, when you have quality scouts like we have, who have done a great job in the past, all know how to work together, all know how to, work, how to acquire players through the draft or free agency, uh, we feel that we're really headed in the right direction. We, we all know that there could be a lot of talent available in the next 12 to 18 months. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with a possible work stoppage. Some teams might be um, cutting down their staff. So we know there could be uh, some very good talent available, and we're going to look at that, whether it's on the scouting staff, whether it's on the analytics side. Um, these are things, or on the development side, these are things that we're definitely looking at adding in the future as we move uh, to, be, to be integral parts also of the rebuild, not for the players, but for the management and hockey operations staff. All right. Well, let's keep, keep this moving. Um, we have now Andrew. Andrew asked a question. He's got a little bit of a concern here. Uh, Andrew, why don't you go ahead and ask it? You're live on the line with us. Okay, great. Thanks for, uh, for taking my question. I, uh, I've been a fan since day one, despite living in Toronto, and uh, you can imagine the abuse I've been subjected to. So moving to Canada five years ago, I've been a season ticket holder since, and it's uh, much nicer to be among my, uh, my Sens fan brethren. I'm, my, my, my comment and my concern are it, it certainly feels and looks like that we're having trouble keeping talent, that, that talented players, although you guys do a great job as an organization of developing the talent and discovering the talent that it seems of late that the talent doesn't want to stay here. At least that's the way it seems to be portrayed in the media. So I guess my question is what kind of things are, is the organization going to do to retain guys like Shabbat and attract more talent so that the team can become competitive? Well, that's a great question, Andrew. And, uh, we don't we don't feel that's the case. Obviously, players have the choice uh, when they're going to become uh, pending UFAs to stay with us or go. But at the same time, players like Sabat, Chuck, Colin White, we're looking to uh, when we can negotiate with them to have them on the longest term possible contract to make sure that they plant roots in Ottawa, they stay in Ottawa for the long term. And these players, where they are in their career, they know that they're just hitting or about to hit the peak of their career, and they want to be key factors in the rebuild. Just in talking to Thomas Shabbat yesterday, he was crushed that he would be out week to week with a broken toe because he knows he can help this team and he wants to be a big part of this team's success moving forward. So whatever sometimes is reported, we have to respect what's ever reported. But I can tell you from talking to the Brady Kachucks and to the Thomas Shabbat and to the Colin Whites and as recently as Max Verano and Eric Brands from that are going to play tonight, that these players have a vested interest in making sure the Ottawa centers are good and they're part of it for the long term. So hopefully um, when it comes time to sign these players, that we do long-term contracts or very viable contracts, but we feel very, very positive and very good that these players will be around for a long time. Perfect. Okay. Uh, all those that are on the phone, 
just press star three on your telephone keypad to get into the queue, get in line to ask your question. Uh, next, we are going to go to another write-in question. We have Dale. Dale asks, what is the primary incentive that the SENS organization is deploying now to try and keep the STHs on board? Well, thank you so much for that question, Dale. Um, it's hard for me to just key in on one primary incentive because I think that what we're trying to do is show you through the seventh a holistic approach to making sure that we place our fans and their interests uh, at the very center of the experience. So I will start by just pointing back to the seventh as a program, as a holistic effort to earn your trust back, whether it's on price point and affordability of the game because we've frozen and or reduced price on 86% of our uh, seats. Also on the benefits front, because you are getting unique experiences that are not available to anybody else with the players, with the hockey side of the organization, within the bowels of the, of the operation, uh, we're very happy to open and, and be as transparent as we can be. And of course, the third part, is uh, value in the form of additional recognition, whether that's our reductions on concession uh, and merchandise, or whether that is um, the uh, approach that we've taken to making sure that you have an opportunity um, to uh, enjoy the best that we have to offer on a regular basis. And I'll say the last thing, which is maybe not financial in interest. It's not something I can point to as an investment, but. I think we've shown through the creation of the seventh that we are in very intense listening mode and very intense engagement mode, trying to really uh, deepen and broaden uh, the opportunities that we have as an organization and that you have as a fan to uh, engage with us. So on that note, if there's anything that we're not doing in the context of the seventh that you'd like to give me some feedback about, I'd be very happy to receive it so that we can examine whether there's an opportunity to integrate it either in what we do differently this season or in future seasons. But certainly the message is we are here to listen, and, and that is the reason why the 7th exists uh, as a package and as a program this season. Okay, thank you very much. Next we are going to go to Tim. But before we ask his question, uh, just a reminder to everybody on the line, press star 3 to get in line to ask your question live on the call with the COO, and the um, um, hello. All right. So it looks like the next question is Tim. Gents, you've asked us for us to be patient to trust the plan. In what way is the team showing patience and trust with season ticket holders? So. Um, if I can jump in on that one, I'll just say, Tim, uh, first of all, I do appreciate your question. I, I, I appreciate you feeling comfortable enough to be able to ask that question. Uh, Ian Mendez asked me the same question a week and a half ago uh, on a pregame interview with TSN 1200. And, and what that question went to the heart of is uh, we know that uh, from the perspective of the fans, talk is cheap. So we're not going to be able to talk or spin our way through uh, re-engaging and reacquiring your trust. We have to show you through actions that we're doing that. The seventh is a very big part of that. The second thing that that uh, question went to was whether or not we understood as an organization that 
experiencing the departure of players like Mark Stone, who were core to the identity and the culture of the team, uh, is frustrating enough to the fans that we should allow them an opportunity to express uh, their concern and, and grieve that departure? And the answer is very much yes, we understand that. We understand that we're not in a position to ask you to uh, be understanding within a second of us making a difficult decision or having to react to a difficult situation. And that is why we have actually taken the uh, steps that we did to make sure that we launched our season seat renewal campaign, not in the middle of that turmoil, but after uh, you'd had a chance to digest it, understand it. And that's why we've taken the uh, time to uh, be patient, even in terms of our own economic modeling, by offering a a very rare uh, and very significant uh, either freeze or reduction in price, which, as you will probably acknowledge, is not being part of the track record of the Ottawa Senators uh, in recent memory. And so those are the very tangible things that we're trying to do to express to you that, yes, we are willing to give uh, our our own fan base the benefit of uh, some patience and some trust of our own. And going to market with a product like this or participating in an exa- in an exercise like this is an example of the kind of trust uh, that we're placing in, in our fan base. All right, perfect. Next, we're going to go to Klaus. Before we do, the callers can press star three to get in line to ask their question. Klaus asks, given the recent GM's meetings, has there been any discussion on measures the league could take to level the field when it comes to the different tax rates in the different jurisdictions? Yeah, uh, we've already received that question, and we had Klaus live about a second ago. I, so I, I think we might need to move on to another question. Oh, sure thing. All right. Well, let's go to uh, let's go to Jacob. Jacob asks, "How will you ensure that future free agents will be the Ottawa Senators for their careers?" Well, that's part of our plan. How we structured our team, and we we do projection of teams for the next three, four, five, and even six years down the road. And we can assure our fans, the players like Shabbat, Kachuk, as, as we talked about on the previous questions, that we see them as big core pieces for the future success of the Ottawa Centers. We have no plans to trade them. We have only the intention to sign them to as long a contract as possible when their time for negotiation comes up. Okay, perfect. Well, <clears throat> Um, let's go to Ryan. It looks like Ryan has a question. Will you now admit that there is a disconnect between the organization and the fan base? If so, how do you plan on addressing this? Uh, Ryan, I, I know that that question is probably in relation to an interview that Pierre gave uh, on TSN 1200 after the Mark Stone trade, so I'll let him speak to that himself. What I can tell you is that uh, what I tried to lay out in my opening remarks uh, at the beginning of the call uh, in terms of the four surveys, uh, sorry, the two surveys, the four focus groups, the 13 miniature town hall Q&A sessions that we had with season seat members, uh, the more than 10,000 calls that we've done on a regular basis from the sales pit, including the senior management team, by the way, taking some of those calls on Wednesdays. We have heard uh, the concerns of the organ of the fan base loud and clear. Um, we're not shy about addressing those and confronting them head on. And, and the reason that you have the benefit of a package like the seventh to look at, evaluate, and assess this season is because 
we have been very thoughtful about how to make sure that we are reconnecting and re-engaging with our fans on the best possible basis. So as far as I'm concerned, what you're dealing with is an organization that culturally is quite aware of the signals that it's getting and, and doing its level best to deal with some of those issues. Ryan, all I can say on that is that probably I wasn't clear enough. I live here. I've lived my whole life here. I don't think anyone cares more about this team's success than myself. i got to tell you, Ryan, every loss that we have eats at me inside because I think we all care about the success of this team. Our fans are crucial to our success. We care about what they think. We understand their frustration. But our job is to communicate with them this plan of the rebuild as well as we can. And in saying that, we're going to have a team that's going to be competitive moving forward. We're going to be fully committed to explaining our plan to our fans as great as possible. And we just ask you to be patient and be behind us because you're going to be really happy down the road that you've been behind us. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining this. This concludes our season seat member hot stove. We want to thank you for participating in today's discussion, and we welcome any feedback you may have for future events. So if there are any questions about your specific account, our 7th Membership Benefits Program, please reach us at membershipservices at ottawasenators.com or by calling us at 613-599-0300. And if you two, uh, you know, the the GM and the uh, COO, uh, Pierre or uh, Nick, have any closing statements besides the one that was just made, go ahead. Well, I think I can't think I don't think I can articulate it better than Pierre did in terms of the passion and the heart that he brings to the team and to the experience on a daily basis. He is part of a large group of us who are born and raised in Ottawa and who feel equally passionate, and that's why we're here. But that being said, I would venture a guess that our experience, while it's important to us, is not nearly as important as understanding and knowing and believing that you guys are getting the benefit of our best efforts to make your experience great. And so I just want to thank all of the fans who took the time uh, over this lunch hour when I'm assuming they have many other options in terms of what they could be doing. I just want to thank you for coming out. Thank you for being so forthright with us. And thank you for giving us the benefit of your time and your listening today. We really appreciate it. Good afternoon, everybody. The Access Live event has ended. Thank you for your participation in this Access Live event. At the sound of the tone, we invite you to leave a voice message with any comments you have for the host. When you have finished recording, simply hang up.